Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello. Welcome to a Walk in the Park podcast. This is Riss. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun. The extraordinary. We're happy you're listening. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Whoop, whoop. Preview. I barely remember what we talked about in this episode, and I don't have time to go back and listen before recording this preview. So I know we definitely talked some politics. We probably talked some family stuff. Uh, I think AOC was mentioned quite a bit. If you don't know what AOC stands for, you should just Google it. And uh, yeah, but overall, I think it was a good episode. Second part of the episode, Riss and I are drinking wine. That's always fun. So just go on, listen and enjoy. Yes. We're going to rise up. Rise up. I don't know where I'm gonna rise up to, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I can't rise up and extend grace. Because that's the mood I'm in. Which is good for me because you're walking with me in the wind. That's right. So extend grace to you because I hate the wind. It's just like every some people hate the rain, some people hate the heat, some people hate snow. I hate the wind. Well, so, (laughs) I have a funny wind-related story. Well, funny isn't the right word, but as you know, I was up in Massachusetts this past weekend for my adorable nephew's baptism. Okay. And I may or may not have mentioned in the past that my raised me to be a Democrat parents have somehow done a complete 180 and my mom just is constantly uh, complaining about the Democrats. And I can tell she's getting all of her information from Fox News. But (laughs) anyway, my dad, who I think is a little more moderate perhaps than my mom, like says to me, well, you know, pretty soon, you won't be able to fly up here like you just did. You'll be, because they're gonna try to rely on wind (laughs) to replace fossil fuels. Yeah, right. And they're complaining about uh, AOC, of course. Right, right, right. Um, And her left-wing agenda to save the environment. And, so I told my dad all about, oh yeah, wind power is great. I've seen a few turbines up on the roof. Yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's not gonna ever happen. But... Well, I did also say, I'm like, I'm not sure there's great cause to be upset about this. No. Because I said, she's one person out of 435. <laughs> ish people in the house of representatives like i said she is you know assigned to certain committees as they all are 
and she may have to committee. Uh, it may very well be. I, I don't know. There well, are also subcommittees. Right yeah, it might be. I'll have to look that up. But fact check. I'm listening to so many check. podcasts now. Ooh. That they all have a, a fact checking segment. Really? Which is like a follow up. Yes, I guess so. Although, I wonder if we all adopted the concept of the great Dak Shepard. <laughs> who and I was just listening to. Fact check with Monica Padman. Who do you remember who they were talking to? Well, actually, Dax was on Conan, so. Oh, you were listening? Oh, yes, yes. So, yeah. I am. I kind of briefly forgot about Max Molson. And then he. For a time being, and then all of a sudden he popped up on Conan's. Yes. And I've been listening to him and laughing, of course. Do <laughs> you think we should start a segment like Riss and Bab pay off the mortgages on their first homes? Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty funny. That is very funny. So I've been listening to him and Ron Burgundy. Only he has he only has four episodes, but they are hilarious. Uh, I, just I people are like don't know if I could. Well, I mean, you watch Brooklyn Nine Nine, right? Yes. And that's kind of funny, isn't it? Yes, but not at all like in a dirty or inappropriate way. Ron Burgundy's not dirty or inappropriate. He isn't. And maybe in the movie he is, but he's just uh. no. On his show, he's just very um, backwards. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. <laughs> and his producer calls him out on everything. So. It's kind of funny. Yeah. But sometimes I just need that ridiculous sense of humor. Well, that's true. I Conan might be the closest thing I have to that in my life. Although Dax Shepard is very ridiculous he's, sometimes. But he's not like he's not as funny. I mean he can be funny, but he's right. that I don't think. That's what he's always going for. Whereas I think Conan is always going for funny. That's true. So, Dax talks about like more serious topics as well. Yeah. On his podcast, I think. I think Conan has so far. But yeah, I think I've listened to almost all of the Conan and it's so funny. So, you know, in some of his podcasts, he's referring to this guy, this actor, Timothy Oliphant, Oliphant. And uh, then there's some... Who was the actor who was married to Fergie? Josh, uh, Josh Duhamel. Yeah. Okay. So in my Are mind... Are they not married anymore? No, I think they got divorced. Oh, that's sad. Um, but in my mind, those two actors are the same people. <laughs> <laughs> so I sometimes I have to look up pictures of the people they're talking to. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't know who... Timothy Oliphant was immediately because I've watched his hit series Justified twice, like through the whole series twice <laughs> in my lifetime. And I could bring him to mind in my head, but I couldn't remember to associate his name with his face. Right. So. Yeah, I had to do that with a couple of them. I don't know why I couldn't get Kristen Bell in my head. And I was like, but that's dumb because I know who she is. Right. Well, so you don't watch The Good Place? No. That's funny. But I know, I like, I was like, it took me like a minute, hot minute. I'm like, why do I know her? I know the voice. Why do 
I can't Well, and she's face. the voice of Anna from Frozen. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, another movie I've... I, uh, maybe I've seen it. I don't know. I think I have. But you know it's hit. Yes. Let it go. Yes, Let thanks. it go. Now that stupid song is going to be in my head. All right, well, Although it's else. probably okay because today was a type of day where I've had to let it go. Well, I was thinking that it might have been one of those kinds of days. So, we have a lot of uh, whatever those kind of birds are. Crows, ravens, I don't know. I don't know what the difference between a crow and a raven is. One is the topic of an Edgar Allan Poe, uh, Allan Poe poem, and the other is something like what's calling right now. You eat crow pie. No, I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of pie, I think I can say this, well, because I was going to say we know that most of our friends don't listen to our podcasts <laughs> or do so in a timely fashion, but I, I ordered this special key lime pie today for a Thursday morning pickup. Nice. So. Yeah. <sighs> I really didn't know that we had scheduled the event that we're having for 11. We did. That. I even recapped it for a V. You must have missed my recap text. Yeah, might have been. <laughs> might have been. Anywho, yes, I know. There's too much going on in life. So here we are. We're walking in the cold, brisk weather. And yet yesterday morning at 7 a.m., I was in Stoughton, Massachusetts. I know. And there shoveling was... snow. I know. <laughs> Did you know me, I was shoveling snow? I didn't know you were shoveling snow, but your daughter told me that there was 15 inches. At least. And so I was concerned about you actually getting home. Well, you she know. She said, the, don't worry, my mom told me that everything's on time. Yeah. The, well, that's because the people up north know what to do with snow. Right. Um, it was funny, though, when I got to the airport. Oops. Hello. Um, there were people that had been there. I guess their flight was supposed to leave at 5 or 6 a.m. Right. Um, and it didn't, so Delta, like, had breakfast for them, then had lunch, pizza brought in. And I guess <sighs> what happened there, though, was the plane had a cracked windshield. Well, That had to, I know, right? That's pretty big. That had to Did be replaced. Safe flight repair? I do not know. But it was sitting, I could see it, and you could see the guy working on it, but their flight was going to be taking off with a nine-hour delay. And it was coming oh. to Atlanta. So my flight to Atlanta boarded and got here <laughs> before theirs did. Oh, wow. I'm like, that's the worst. Because actually getting to the airport early enough to catch that flight yeah, might have been challenging. But definitely with the weather... But yes, I got to get in a little snow shoveling with my 70-year-old father. Oh, I should have, and I should have known too. I thought it was still going to keep snowing in the morning. And so I... So you didn't get your steps in, but you got your shoveling in. got my shoveling in. Oh, that's a speaking of steps, I lost my Fitbit at the airport. Whoa, did you have to take it off? How did you lose it? Okay, well series of bad decisions oh so yeah. i get to the airport and i can see that the tsa pre-check line and the clear 
TSA pre-check line are longer than I like them to be. Yeah, that's like the whole purpose of it being a pre-check. Yes, and clear with pre-check. So anyway, I decide I'll go over to the smaller security area that has clear and also has a first class priority line. And I kind of forgot that they don't have TSA pre-check over there. Uh-oh. And so the clear woman's like, you know, this isn't TSA pre-check, right? And I was like, yeah, but the line over there was too long. And the guy behind me was like, yeah, same thing. Anyway, I can't remember the last time I've had to like take things off. Oh. And so, and I do usually take my Fitbit off because it has a metal band. Yep. And sometimes various detectors are more sensitive than others. And when you're not going through a pre-check, you don't really know until you go up there if they're gonna direct you to the, hold your hands over your head, or right. the, no, just the just regular so it's one. it's very random. Yes. So, except if you have TSA pre-check, they don't use that hands over the head thing because it takes longer. Right. So, anyway, you know, so I'm trying to get more stuff off and out of me than I'm used to. Yep. And I took my Fitbit off and I swore I remembered putting it in this coat pocket that I'm wearing and zipping the coat pocket, which I guess I apparently did not. didn't do. And it wasn't until I was all the way at the gate that I realized I couldn't find it. It wasn't in my coat pocket. I checked my purse and I was like, well, I don't have time to go back and look for it. So it was lost to Atlanta airport. And those people over there in what I'll call the regular line, Uh they were rude. Really? Yes. So much so that I used the little touch screen once I got through and expressed how dissatisfied I was. Excellent. With their service. So also the hilarious thing I was seeing because also annoyingly they pulled aside my purse for literally I think no reason so I'm watching these other people get their bags inspected and they're opening them up and like literally pulling out bags and bags of stuff that completely exceed like the liquid <laughs> regulations. Okay. I'm just like, what the hell is going on here? And I can't say for certain that they made them throw it out. Because I didn't see anybody throw it out. I, oh, that's ridiculous. So, I like, the bags went back through. But I did leave wondering, like, wait, did they just let those people take that stuff through after all? Right. And I didn't see it go over to any... Like, usually if it's anything suspicious, they're going to take it over to their little scanner thing and they're going to wipe everything down and stick the little thing in the machine. Right. I didn't see any of that happening. Wow. So I'm going on record as saying that parts of the security checkpoints at the Atlanta airport may not be functioning properly on any given day. Wow. I know. But yeah, so I've had no idea. Someone needs to be alerted. Yes. 
My security is at risk. Yes, but I'm dare they. not going to be that person. Because I don't have time to deal with their BS. <sighs> but anyway, yes, yeah, so... So you know, many I should things. ask my mom to do it. They have time on their hands. They can write exactly. a whole bunch of letters. Just write a whole bunch of letters. They can put my name in. I don't even care. <laughs> well, you don't want to be flagged. Flagged. As a troublemaker. Well, I am a little bit of a troublemaker. We need to come up with like a good code name. I just don't name. want to be official troublemaker. <laughs> I don't want to be on the list of troublemakers. Well, I know. You become a... Troublemaker with regards to airport security, you might be I've put on the no-fly list. I've already been blacklisted with budget rental. I remember you telling me that no, story. I don't want Time, to 15 minutes, else. 45 seconds. <laughs> Distance, 1 mile. Pace, 15 minutes, mile. 43 seconds wow. per mile. One Split, mile. pace, 15 minutes, <laughs> So funny, minutes, when I walk with Jonathan, I'm always like, mile. how is our pace so much slower? <laughs> but when I walk with Marissa... I'm like, you're slow. <laughs> <laughs> I am a walking tool. And when I'm walking with Winston, he walks very fast. Like, I'm almost jogging with him. <laughs> and when I walk with Chris anywhere, it's at breakneck speed because he's got long legs. Ah. So I always work harder to catch up with him. Interesting. Yes. We've had, we had this discussion Maybe when I was still in high school. I'm like, damn, you walk fast, slow down. <laughs> He's like, I'm not walking fast. It's just I have long legs. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I've been accused of walking fast when I have a purpose. Right. I don't just walk fast for the sake. Right. And I walk heavy. So you can hear me barreling down the road. <laughs> Chris <laughs> calls me lead foot ballasini. <laughs> oh, yeah. well. oh, well. Means you're sure-footed. It means that I have a purpose. I am living <laughs> intentionally. <sighs> well, that's an interesting segue to a question I wanted to ask you. All right. Uh, it spans your January journey. Okay. I can't remember the name of the path. The, uh, but tomorrow's Ash Wednesday and oh, yeah. you're polling people what they were giving up. For Lind, and I just wanted to ask you, don't you think you've already given up enough this year? <laughs> when you did your January fast? Yeah, but that was like, that, that was almost like everything. Except for like, food that I needed well, to eat. Right, so, I was just isn't doing food. one thing for Lent almost kind of like inconsequential compared to that? I mean, is it really just more symbolic or do you feel like it's just tradition and you have to? For I Okay, so Lent traditionally as a Presbyterian, I've never had to give up anything. Yeah, I was going to say, as a Congregationalist, we didn't However, give up things for Lent. When I moved down here and I heard all my like, Catholic friends start talking about giving up stuff, uh -huh. I was like, you know, I'll give up something and I'll support you. Okay. So, first couple of times I did it, I gave up Facebook. <laughs> and you know what? I kind of liked it. You know, one of my favorite things is this. I know another friend who has also regularly given up oh, Facebook. Yeah. Um, 
but she still uses Instagram and her Instagram will post to Facebook. <laughs> so that just kind of makes me laugh. Does she I'm like, know this? I don't know, but I'm like, you may need to delink your accounts. I'm thinking in my head. I don't right. get involved with right. like telling people that yeah. I think anything about what they're giving up for Lent, but I don't know. I might I might just do that and just uh post because I do I really only use Twitter to get a lit it's kind of funny just to see um what certain people are posting. Uh-huh. And with Facebook I mostly use it for work. Twitter I mostly use for work. Like I'll post like ads or joke random wine jokes or something. Yes. So Giving that up really wouldn't be a hardship. Well, so then maybe that means it shouldn't be what you give up, right? Because right. it's supposed to be right. a little bit meaningful, I guess. Um, so I was just thinking of giving up sweets. I think that's what I gave up last year at Lent, and it was fine. Although I, I think I did shotgun like three cream puffs <laughs> after Easter <laughs> dinner. <laughs> and that was, that was awesome. But... Yeah, I mean, I'm not a stickler for it, but sometimes I'll, I, I mean, I have been doing it these last couple of years, uh, just in solidarity with my Catholic friends. Gotcha. Oh, my goodness, I know. I Do you ever give anything up? Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope, never. I hear ya. Um, what was interesting, so for my nephew's baptism it was in a congregational church nice um do we even have one of those around here well funny you should ask okay you could talk about that after let's hear about the baptism first oh well and do you the, call it a baptism do you yes, call it christening no okay congregationalist church it's a baptism and then you have a um oh what's that called like a godfather or, no okay we don't do that okay we have special friends yes <laughs> No, we... I didn't know that until I had August because I have <laughs> godparents. Yes. But they must have changed that somewhere along the way. I think I or, even asked the minister. I'm like, when did you guys change that? I don't know. I think sometimes people just, they just want it. Right. So they just say, you know, you're so-and-so's godparent. Right. Um, so, the baptism was great. My nephews was super cute. Nephew? He's great. Great. He was funny though. He did not like the baptism. I don't blame him. He was asleep <laughs> because he had been up and not taken his morning nap. So he was asleep until she started, you know, spraying water all over right. him. It was a female pastor minister, um, and uh, then he started crying <laughs> and swatting her hand away. <laughs> And then normally, you know, this is the time where after that happens, the minister would hold the child and walk up and down the center aisle, you know, okay. introducing him or her to the congregation. And she's right. like, yeah, we're just going to skip that part. <laughs> <laughs> but so that went well. And, you know, it's kind of a big deal because my sister-in-law's family is Catholic. And I think we're a little concerned that they weren't using a Catholic church. Yeah, why is that? 
Why were they concerned? Well, well, that and why didn't they use a Catholic church? Well, my brother isn't Catholic, so I'm not even sure. Okay. You can. Well, because sometimes it's a court when you're born. It goes, the religion goes, defers back to the, traditionally defers back to the moms. Yes. Well, and I don't think my sister-in-law is particularly religious, and she wanted a good fit of the church. So she gotcha. met with this minister for like an hour, and... She really liked her. And oh, good. Okay. I was so happy to be there. I just was very much reminded about how much I love Northeastern congregational churches. They're a reasonable size. They're so pretty inside. They're all light and airy. And, and you feel good when you're in it. Yes. It's not like a mega church. Right. Um, and anyway, this woman was very good. Her sermon actually... It was the last of a series, and her story was about Siddhartha, a.k.a. the Buddha. Oh. So I thought that was pretty cool. And they were so, they went out of their way to make sure everybody knew how inclusive they are of every single type of identity, race, creed, uh, which that was, you know, pretty interesting to me. And that's when I learned that the Methodists, I'll just say it, I'm glad I'm not a Methodist. I think a lot of those Methodists <laughs> are going to get to the pearly gates and Peter's going to say, not you. <laughs> so... We were also praying for all the Methodists and their hateful struggles as they reaffirmed or whatever. No same-sex marriages, no gay ministers. I'm like, oh my gosh, if you people don't realize that God is pretty mad at you for judging and being so hateful, yeah, that's his job. That's his job. Not your job. I, although, there, I didn't know that that was the Methodist stance on it overall. Because I have seen Oh yes, Methodist this is like church. creating a schism, in fact. Oh. There may be like splinter groups. Yeah, I've seen some. I've seen some then up north. Yeah. I've seen Methodist churches with the gay flag uh -huh. outside. Yep. Alright, I gotcha. So this is like coming down from whatever the equivalent of their governing body gotcha. is from what I've seen. But oh my goodness. Anywho, yep. Just so much wasted hateful I think energy so. out in the world and I just cannot come up with a better answer than it comes from a place of fear and ignorance. Because I just don't get it. But anywho, what else happy do we have to talk about? Uh, oh, happy day. Uh, did, I, did we discuss it? Did we, my question? What was my question about the Methodist Church? Now I forgot. 
I said we'll talk about that later. Oh no, I was going to tell you about the Congregational Church. Oh, right. And where, how much I liked it. And then right. the funny thing was, so we were going back to my nephew's house, you know, for post-church celebrations. Right. And my mom and I left and my brother was taking my dad because my mom and I were stopping at the store to pick something up. And then like, anyway, long convoluted story. My dad and brother like are missing. What? We're like, and they're not answering their phones. Can't get a hold of them. My mom's like, I guess we'll have to go back to the church. And then I think my other brother said, he's like, uh, he's probably still talking to the minister. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which he was. So he just branched off and went to their like church coffee hour while we're all back at the house waiting for him. He filled out the card so he can have coffee with the minister. He's like, I really liked her. I thought she did a great job. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Isn't that hilarious. I was like, well, maybe now you'll come to church. Right. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of funny. The minister, according to my sister-in-law, because she said, you know, I was up front with her, like, Maybe, is it okay? You know, we're not gonna come to church all the time. Like it's too much. You know, maybe we'll try to come once or twice a month. And she said, the minister said, oh yeah, if I weren't the minister here, I would probably only come 50% of the time. <laughs> but when I was talking to her, you know, I'm like the way out, I learned that she actually lived down here in Atlanta for six years and was ordained out of the Kirkwood Congregational Church, which is down in the city. Oh. Because I said to her, I said, you know, I live outside of Atlanta and there really aren't a lot of congregational churches down there. And then she told me about this one. Oh. And I was like, yeah, maybe I'll, I said, I'll have to check it out. She's like, well, you'd have to drive there. <laughs> <laughs> which cracked me up because then I thought wait like is Kirkwood some tiny like far away Georgia town because right. when she said she lived in Atlanta for six years I figured well the church either has to be in Atlanta or not that far right. so and she knew I was currently living in Georgia so it's not like it would be one of those did you look it up? I did it's in Atlanta oh okay but the only one? I don't think it's the only one, but. Because I would go with you. I would go with you for the experience. Yes. I just like it. And we took communion, which Excellent. I haven't taken in I don't know how many years. And, you know, I'm watching the communion table set up and I'm thinking, gosh, this is so weird because there's like two, you know, kind of regular size, like glasses, wine glasses, or goblets that are holding the wine or the wine equivalent. Right, right. 
Um, and I'm like, how is everybody gonna sip out of that, those cups? Right. How's there gonna be enough? I, um, <laughs> but then. They come out with the little ones, right? No, which is what it was when I was growing up. Or you took your bed, bread rather, you dunked it in it. Right, okay. Well, that's it. And then you ate it. Okay. So it was like he combined. Okay. I know. I was like, well, that's very resourceful and helpful to the environment. Yeah. So you don't have all those little plastic cups. Right. Um, so. That's interesting. I know. Anyway, I really like this church and it made me sad that like there wasn't one. A church like that here in Roswell. Down. I'll have to do a little research. Time 31 minutes 46 seconds. Distance sure 2 miles. Here. Pace 15 minutes 52 Maybe seconds per mile. Quiet. Split oh, pace 16 minutes 0 Maybe. seconds per mile. I don't know. Oh, and then there was something. Now I remember there was a question. Maybe we just talked about it. Like, I think you had asked. Like, where is a congregational yes. church around here? Yes. Yeah. So, see, all questions are eventually answered. Yes, they are. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hi. Oh, yeah. So, tonight, so as a result of listening to Conan's podcast, <laughs> I got sucked into giving HelloFresh a trial. Okay. And my. I just ordered two meals, the classic plan, and tonight I'm going to attempt to cook one. Oh, what is this one? I think I'm going to do the pesto panko chicken. Whoa, nice. I know. I'm not really sure <laughs> about it, but... Is Jonathan going to help you? No. What? Because he will not be home uh, at the time I will be prepping it. So, uh, okay. Maybe I'll record what I'm doing. Yeah, you know what? That's funny. Get a lot of requests for my sugar cookies and the icing. Uh huh. So I'm like, everybody's like, oh, I'll just come over. And I'm like, you know what? This is getting to be a little too much. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to record myself making them. And then I'll set, I'll shoot the video out. <laughs> That's right. I can't. I'm like, I don't want to have everybody in my kitchen. If I, I wouldn't have any room. Well, and the people that want to do that, they must not be paying close enough attention to your Facebook feed, where you said, and now go home. <laughs> Here, you're welcome to come over to my house for this period of time. Now go home. Right. Right. <laughs> Although Cindy was quick to point out. Yeah, but then there's an after party, and you know I'm invited to that. Ah, <laughs> yes, there ah, always is an after party. Oh. People that won't leave. Uh. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes, you could actually, you could be onto something there. Uh, you know, and you could promote it and then build the whole business out of it. I doubt it, but <laughs> it's just going to, it's... If I do any videos, it's going to be of the things I like to make, and that's about it. Yep. So it'll be like a three-segment thing. 
a matter of fact, tomorrow I gotta make my sauce. That's right. So I have a yum, job yum, to yum. do. I have a job to do tomorrow. And I think that's all I'm bringing. Although I, I thought I volunteered the cannolis, but. No, I think that got taken off your plate. I think so too. Because I think G was gonna do that, but. Yeah, she was I'll just gonna order them. I mean, I think when people, you know, yeah. are trying to keep the division of labor right. somewhat right. equitable, I, I guess. You. But, yeah, so the other thing of Hello, about HelloFresh, which I have not tried yet, is they've apparently paired with like a wine company, maybe? Okay. Oh, wait, maybe is it just recommendations? I feel like they direct you somewhere to be like, and you can order your wine pairings for these meals. But I can't remember. Do you remember this or know this? I don't remember from my wine loss yelly, because Georgia used to be a state where I think you couldn't... Oh, well, actually people... I've received wine. Yeah, okay. So you can. You can receive wine. You can order it. It used... It, years ago, it wasn't like that. Like, I couldn't... Well, I remember, like, you couldn't ship it out of Georgia. Right. I thought, but then I couldn't remember... I think was, you can now. Yeah. Because now we get to drink... Now we get to buy on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a big deal when I moved down here. No liquor sales on Sunday. And do you remember our ballot question from this past November's election where it was like, do you think that wine or liquor sales on Sundays should be allowed to start at like 11 a.m.? Right. Because <laughs> like right now they start at 12, right? 12.30. Oh, 12.30. Oh, I just thought that was so funny. Yeah, well, when we have our... Sunday tennis I have to buy the booze the night before yeah because I go to church and then I come straight from church and I play my match and yeah I can't get the booze beforehand I can get the ice but they can't get the, the beer and there's nothing like a nice ice cold beer after a tennis match unless it's 40 degrees out no <laughs> I'll still drink it Oh my goodness, yes, I know your tennis season is starting, what, next week? Yep. As a matter of fact, juniors starts on Saturday. Is August doing that? Uh, or are you no. captain of something for that? I am the captain. How do you randomly he, I'm know sorry, that? Okay. I'm sorry. He is doing that. Okay. And I thought you meant, is he playing this weekend? No, no, no. He was playing. out of the uh, lineup because originally I was supposed to go away. But oh. I'm not, so okay. um, for the purposes of this, I'm just not going to go to the match. I'm just going to, anyway, I'm just going right. to send somebody to do my dirty work. Because <laughs> I'm the captain, but I'm not the coach. Right. The Ooh. captain's not going to be there. Uh, the coach is not going to be there. So. Holy cow. I have to go to Athens this weekend. Oh, too bad you didn't have to go this past weekend. Sunday UGA played. Oh, I forgot who they got to play in tennis, and it was a big thing. Really? Yeah, because my son's coach invited us all to go, and uh -huh. I've been to it, and it's great because you're allowed to get loud okay. during the matches. Whoa! Whoa! That was scary. Oh, was it? It was a leaf. Oh. It was so loud. <laughs> and. 
but we couldn't go because August had a gig. Oh yeah, how'd the gig go? Excellent. He performed very well. He... Do you remember what they played? Yes. So they played two Green Day songs and one Judas Priest song. Nice. So both Green Day songs. I don't know the names too, but I could probably hum them for you. And then the Judas Priest song was Living After Midnight. And August nice. got to do the lead on that one. Nice. And is the singer still doing well? Yeah, he's fine. Good. He's well, I thought he was the kid that actually, like, you know, connected with the audience. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he does. That's what I would remember. He was trying to be very funny, but he, <laughs> he likes to introduce the band. Sure. And since they don't have another guitar player. Look, this house is empty. It has been for like six months. Really? Yeah. It's $4.89. Okay. This doesn't have a finished basement, but it's com been completely gutted on the inside. I don't know why it won't sell, except that it doesn't have a finished basement. Main street, no finished basement. Maybe not a great backyard. Yeah. And here, two doors down, we have our next house for sale. Right. Oh, anywho, okay, sorry. So the singer likes to introduce the band. The band. And since they don't have a second guitar player, the program director for the, uh, the, the, the Rocky Showcase, uh -huh. he had to play lead. He had to play guitar with them. So he's introducing everybody. And this guy, he goes, this guy over here, I forgot your name. What's your name again? And I was like, <laughs> but he was kidding. He's of like, course, yes. Of course I know your name. Right. That's Dave Shore, everybody. <laughs> uh, and then, so in between... Okay, so there are two sets of kids that play. There's okay. like five bands that play from, I don't know, let's say 1.30 to 3 o'clock or something. And then another set of bands that play, that come after the intermission. Okay. There's usually a little intermission in between. Okay. Like 50, oh, like 15 minutes. So they got um, a dad's band together. Oh. So... The program director after that said, give a hand to blah, blah, blah. These are all the dads of the kids who, some of the dads of the kids who play here. Uh-huh. And if you're a dad who wants to play, and I, I pointed to Chris, and he goes, that's right, you over there. <laughs> I know you play. <laughs> and then any moms, and I went, oh, August, I should play in a band. And yeah. he goes, don't you dare. Who, Chris said that? August. Oh, oh August. Oh, <laughs> like oh no you're like no, wait no, no. but we're gonna get the family band going that's right sorry i'm walking into you that's right because i'm afraid of all these noises i walked into you okay. okay my bad all right and there's a helicopter what the hell is, what going, is on? going on so it was a good day although it was raining and just say a prayer for all those people who were hit by the tornadoes because that was pretty bad too yeah I, you know, since I was up in Massachusetts, I wasn't getting like super accurate information. And now I understand why my mom, uh, you know, anytime she hears the word Georgia, right. is like contacting me because they don't tell you any specifics. Not unless you're down here. Right, exactly. I don't think Georgia got hit as bad as Alabama. No, Alabama was hit worse, I believe. But, but yeah, it was pouring, pouring, pouring yesterday. Oh, I'm sorry, Sunday. I'm yes. I can't believe today's already Tuesday. Yes. 
oh, I just try to get through one day at a time. I wish I could tell stories about my clients on this podcast. Oh, yeah. There. Some of them are just truly. That's like me wanting to talk about tennis people. Yes. so hard. So hard to not talk about everything. Because I could, I mean, I could tell you the small battle I've been waging against a tennis opponent already. Trying to play that spring break match early. Yep. But you know what? I'm over it. Every year, it's just a mystery to me. Why they make anybody play the week of spring break. I mean, I know it's not everybody's spring break week, but I feel our county is the biggest. Yeah. And therefore, they should defer also to the county they're in. Right. It's the Atlanta Lawn and Tennis Association, not the Cobb or Cherokee. Exactly. It's the Forsyth. We are back again. Hi there. Sorry, I had to have a sip of wine. Well, yes, of course, because it's the wine portion <laughs> of the podcast. We're drinking one of our favorites, the... It is delightful and a Vignoble... beautiful... Oh, oh, yes. Vignoble La Vignoble. Chateau. La Chateau. Not spelled like Le Chateau, meaning like the house, something the house. else. Right. It's La, La Chateau. Chateau. Right, it's like a name. Yeah, it's kind of weird, though, because it's L-A. It's like they... Invert or reverse or swap the A and Well, the you know e. what? I guess the French are allowed to do that. It is they their are. language. And they're they vignoble. They are so. vignoble. But it's a vouvre. It's a vouvre. And We're staying away from the to... other other ones. <laughs> I had a whole conversation this past weekend with gymnastics moms about Oh, boy. This. Mm-hmm. Yes. We'll just leave it at that. All right. All right. You didn't get nasty, did you? No, because we were all in agreement. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. In agreement after you told them what it needs to be? No. Oh, okay. All right. No. Because sometimes you're very persuasive. Well, I can be if I need to. Like, for example, <laughs> look at my beautiful backyard. Your look at backyard how green it is. It's very green. That's like a, a luck of the Irish. It's like a leprechaun green. green. That's it is. what I'm talking about. So, wow. compared to everyone else's green. I mean, look at how green that is. They have a snippet of green over there. They do. And theirs might actually be grass. I think mine is mostly moss. It's still pretty. It's so pretty. It is. And just in time for St. Patrick's Day. That's true. Do you have any St. Patrick's Day plans? I do not. No, but I am making St. Patrick's Day cookies. Wait, is St. Patrick's Day a Monday? It is. Wait, no, it's a Sunday. It's Sunday. It's a week from today. Yes. So I'm making cookies, like little shamrock cookies. Jonathan's leaving for Vietnam on St. Patrick's Day. Boo. Boo. Do you generally like all of the accoutrements of the St. Patrick's Day fair? I Do you like corned beef and, be... and, and cabbage? Well, no, but um, I would partake because of the necessity of honoring my 
Irish heritage, gotcha. which is mostly Scottish. But since I did live in Ireland for two years, I feel so, yeah. like I have to respect it. And what's that? Oh, you know what? Thank you for bringing that up. What is it like to celebrate St. Patrick's Day in Ireland? Like, what's that like? <sighs> Gosh, it's been so is long. Is it not a big deal or for them as it is here? Like, It's less corny over there. <laughs> that is what I will say. And really, if we were celebrating St. Patrick's Day over there on a Sunday, I mean, the word saint is there for a reason. He drove the snakes out of Ireland, for heaven's sake. We'd true. probably be sitting in mass for like 12 hours. That's true. I don't know if that's Hi, true. Hi, Jonathan. But... Hi, honey. How are you? Good, we're how are you? recording our podcast review. <laughs> get out of here. You're already on it, yeah, sorry. Yeah, you can stay as long as you'd like. That goes upstairs, that's a... That's the other, you know what, when I opened the box and the other thing wasn't there and I was like, where is it? That's it. That's it. There you go. Nice. I should actually have Jonathan come in and speak for a moment. He doesn't. No pressure. I told Riss the story of Vivian's gymnastics meet, which by the way, can you upload the videos from the video camera? All of them. I'm (laughs) going to screenshot the end of Beam because nobody should have to watch that and have that sprung upon them because of the horror yeah so i'm going to introduce it properly but i'll just screenshot that and you can okay. screenshot it for me okay. i don't even know if you can watch it on video it might be too traumatizing i'm not watching it because <laughs> <laughs> i'm the one who yelled literally no i told her i said yeah, yeah jonathan like, yelled like literally loud like you, you know when you're just like uncontrolled like you yeah. literally are like I don't know what I did. I just I'm just watching her, and then I see her because I was looking right down the right. beam. I told Marissa, tell yeah. So uh-huh. I could see that it was all. I could see it was and like, the, yeah. oh my it was god, gonna she's go bad. going off. And then I just see her literally fly completely off. When something happens for Patriots, we're gonna have to go inside because it was like a. Oh, yeah. You just don't know what's going to happen. It was like, and it does, I was like, like, I'm, ah! like, I'm like watching, no. watching, and she had had these things, and I was like, oh, okay, good. She didn't fall off the beam. Right. You know, and honestly, as a par- as you've seen her do this, you're always thinking, what are the hard parts? And really, So she got through the hard parts. I never think dismount is that hard, even though they do tur. Right. It's, like it's a, hard. It's a no, it isn't. <laughs> but I've never seen her mess it up, ever. No. Like, miss no. the beam. No. And so she missed it, and I just went. No, he yelled out, oh my god! Was it oh my god? It was oh my god, yes. Probably on video. Wow. <laughs> and I mean, I'm sure everybody in the gym heard me. Oh, I, I heard you, and I wasn't even near you. But I, I may have passed out temporarily. And I, <laughs> we were sitting on this bench, and I yelled, oh my god, and then she's gone. I cannot see her. And I like, I like lean back like this. So I literally fall off the seat. <laughs> oh, <backwards>. oh no! <laughs> but it, it, it's like it's like bench seating, like a. He didn't a stool. fall like right, 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 yeah. You know. So I just I just fell off the seat which into the people behind him, <laughs> but whatever. But I couldn't see her, and then our friend. Yeah, one of the other moms, I guess, told moms, Jonathan. I looked over because the moms were all sitting there, and I'm like literally like. About to lose his mind. Yeah. Like, she's well, dead. I'm thinking she's, she's dead. That's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, she really could have been injured. Yeah. But then right away, Lori said, she's okay. And I couldn't see Vivian at all. And I was like, okay. I and right. I was telling Chris, I could, from my angle, I saw her get up and salute. Yeah. So. And then we were watching her and she seemed okay. Yeah. But Barbara was like, 
Barbara did like I know. Are you okay? And she's like, no. <laughs> I told you. No, right. she was shaken up. Man. Independent she's, confirmation. Yeah, well that's what I said to her. She's a real pro. Because she pulled it together to do three other. She did. Events. I was impressed because I did, I was and she like, did them well. I don't so think she can all, pull it together. Harder what she did than if I was telling her this. I was like, you should feel good about yourself because yeah. if that first thing had gone well, yeah, what she did was harder to like. Yes, to come back together. from it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, totally proud of her. But it was just crazy. Like no, these I don't ever want to see freaking losers. Look at this asshole. But it's Sunday. I don't give a shit. He's <laughs> fucking leaf blowing his porch. Who is that anyway? Oh. If he's just doing his porch, maybe. Yeah. That's. Do his whole yard. If he just does a porch, it wouldn't take that long. Oh, I will find out who that is. Who's that part of the neighborhood is that? And that's some. Oh, I know. Back there. I know. Oh, that's the house that got painted. It was red brick, and they painted it this color. This white color, which yeah. looks creepy yeah, it looks at certain like a, parts. It looks like a haunted house, essentially. Not a haunted house. It looks like yeah. a... Uh, 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 oh, no, I can't think of the word. I hope our voices carry. Yeah. Actually, I think, uh, I, I think I can figure out who they are. I think I've talked to them before. Because when the trees crash down... Oh, right. The people whose compound, yard it's that's in... That's word I was compound, It looks like a compound. Yeah, right. Like, you're not allowed in. Yeah, those people, those neighbors came over, and they're like, oh, yeah, those people aren't home. I'm like, of course they aren't. I'm trying to think of what part of the neighborhood. Oh, I know. I just don't want to say it on oh, okay. on the recording. Yes. Okay, right. Here, I'll wait. I'll, I'll mute it. Yeah. Okay. All right, we just said where it was, and that was a pause that I may or may not edit out. <laughs> I'll have to listen if we heard it. All right, is he done? Because that really ruined He's it. He's going inside. And then somebody stupidly called my phone and interrupted, so I have no idea. Oh, I like is noticed it still it. recording? No, it is. Oh, 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 there you go. Oh, God. How many recordings do they think I want to edit here? I don't know, but this is very technical. Losers. God. Technical. Stop calling me. All right. Anywho, yeah, that's a whole sideshow. But the reason why when you came over to my... Oops, this one doesn't rotate. Came over to my door and it was locked. Yes. So the cats like to come out here. Oh, you know, yes. And have their, their little outdoor time. And... I happened to come out here, or I was nearby, and I was looking, and another cat, I'm going to call it a neighborhood cat, Okay. was right outside the screened-in porch. Oh. I call it a neighborhood cat because it had a collar with a tag. Right. So I'm like, I have a fenced-in backyard. How did you get here? And then I stare it down, <laughs> and I figure out, it's able to jump over the freaking <gasps> fence. Ooh. I know. So I had to go outside and kind of stare it down. Because I'm like, that's all I need. These cats having like some type of a battle. So I was like, I better lock the door so that they don't accidentally push it open. <laughs> that's true. Okay. Yeah. Just one of my many traumas this weekend. Okay, but there's one more Possible trauma. Possible cat aside. It's not really a trauma, but I'm concerned about you. What is it? What is you it? You have white paint all over the side or something on the side of your neck. Oh, no. On that's the other okay. side. This side? Yeah, what is oh, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's just... And it's on your shirt and everything. <laughs> I thought it might have been paint on your shirt, but then you turned around and I saw it all over your neck. No. You know what that is? I hope it's a donut. Oh, I wish it were a donut. <laughs> That'd be the best. No, it's part of my lazy skincare regime. Oh. I guess I just didn't wash it all off. Oh, maybe it was like a mask? Mask. Oh, okay. Rodan and Fields Redefine Regimen. Nice. Yeah. So, 
Yep, I guess I'll have to catch it in the nighttime. Okay. With the nighttime washing. <laughs> but who knows? Yeah. So I'm not flaking skin. All right. It's a little and whiter it's not than a donut. Skin, right? It's not a donut, though. Damn okay. it. Okay. All right. Just, I don't want you to go out <laughs> like that, so. Yeah, it's part of my weekend protocol to not go out like that. So I just okay, don't go good. out. Good. I make Jonathan do all the going out. Nice. Because, you know, I don't like it. Hey, you don't have to. That's right. I went out very briefly this morning. I'm done. Yeah, right? Who wants to go out? <sighs> done. And I'm done with going food shopping. I feel like I'm in Kroger every day. You might be. I might be. There was a time where I could say that was an easy thing. You know, I have an Instacart membership, so you could just order your groceries and have them delivered here, and then just come to my house and get them. Then you'd be here every day instead of Kroger, and that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah. Don't tempt me. I know, because I don't use my Instacart membership enough, because Jonathan likes to go to the grocery store. I'm like, dude, we just Instacart this. He's like, you can't Instacart this much. And I said, I never saw a limit on how much... I can or can't Instacart. If the driver has to make a few trips to and from his or her car, right. I can tip them more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's really almost no reason to ever leave your house if you really think about it. Yeah. Outside of making sure your kids get to school and stuff, but even then. Yeah. I mean, I like leaving the house occasionally. But what I'm saying is you really don't have to. Oh, we know people are shut-ins around here yep. by choice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're hoarders. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sometimes they get really obese and just can't fit through their door. It's true. And sometimes they have, a, I think it's called agoraphobia. They're afraid of the outdoors. Sometimes I am. I don't want that for myself, though. No, me neither. No. I don't I, like phobias. No. But I, I will say this. I don't like going to the grocery store and making small talk with people. Really? I do not. Who are I the just, small talkers? Anybody you see. <gasps> Sometimes I avoid. We need to go. Are these people you know are strangers? I know. Oh, you know. Oh. All right. I'm like, why are you making like small talk? Like, if I saw you, of course I'd say hello. But there yeah. are some people that are like, I just don't have time. Wow. How often does this happen? Almost every single time I go to Kroger. This is fascinating. I mean, sometimes Jonathan comes back and will tell me I saw so-and-so. But I guess I'm I'm saved from this small talkery because I don't go to the grocery store. See, yeah, I'm not a big fan of small huh. talkery. Huh. Yeah, it's not that interesting. Well, because, well, and then there are some people like my next door neighbor who I never see. Okay. And then I'll see her and it's okay. worth catching up with her on. <laughs> That's right, because we don't see our next door neighbors around here. Uh, it's strange. It's really weird. I mean, as we know, my next door neighbors are moving eventually. They have their house up for sale and... Um, I've never met the man who should, lives there. I should go see it. Maybe Chris and I should move across the neighborhood. You should, actually. We know people who've done that. You don't need a yard, right? Not no, really. we really love our yard. It's just not... It needs to be redone. All right, then. I'm sorry you don't want to move next to me because that yard's a nightmare. As you can see, it's full of trees. No, I mean, I have no one behind me, so it's beautiful, actually. I'm talking about that yard. No, I know. Oh, okay. That's why I'm not moving here. <laughs> But it's like, I have to have I thought that neighborhood was behind you. Yeah, but it's not right next to me. It's not like as close to the, as these houses. Yeah. Or no, actually, my bed. I think it's probably closer, but maybe not directly behind you. Right, but It's like off to the yeah, side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, when the leaves come in most of the year, we don't even know there are houses back there unless there's stupid, annoying children come out and make noise or something, you know. Happens. I don't want people with stupid, annoying children to move next to me, but given the yard situation and the main drive situation, I'm thinking that probably won't happen. Right. But 
I guess we shall see. We shall see if, you know, that's the beginning of the downfall right. of society. Me being unhappy with my neighbors. <laughs> Center so, of the universe. So, wait. Let me ask you this. Let's just say tomorrow you won the lottery. Yes. And you... How much have, is it? Uh, right now it should be over $400 million. All right. So, I've got a good chunk of change. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, we've already discussed this. You would like a bigger house. I have one more bigger house than me. Okay. Yeah. Would the bigger house be on a big piece of property where you wouldn't have neighbors? Yes. You would have to have a, an appropriate level of buffering. Excellent. But it can't be so big that it takes you, like, extra long to get places. So I don't know what that proper sound ratio is. I'm thinking probably three acres at least. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about five. Okay, five. I really... With the house in the middle, though. Yeah, because when I think about it, it's like, I agree with you. I don't want to hear... Uh, lawn mowers. Yeah, leaf blowers. Or leaf blowers on Sunday. On Saturday, I, it's expected. People, that's their first day back. From, You're so nice. Well, it's expected, though. People usually do their lawns on Saturdays. I don't like it. You don't have to like it. I'm just telling you <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Sundays, I would not like that. Yeah. Where's the and one if it's day in, of peace and quiet? Right. In the distance, in the far distance, if I heard it, I wouldn't hmm. be as upset. Hmm. Like our first requirement for our second house was yes. Chris did not want to be on a highway. Okay. There was a highway behind that house. Okay. So he did not want to hear I highway mean, noise. Always, yes. Yes. And every house we looked at, there was like a main road. Yeah. Until we got to this house, and he's like, I'm, I, ha- I have to put in the full amount. Yes. Because like I, I don't. Yes. I, I have to get this house. I need this house. I can't. Yeah. Right. So it would be like us living like right on this main strip right here. Yes. But so, yes, if I won the lottery, however, I can't guarantee that I would stay here in Georgia. First off. Although you would find a lot of land for real cheap here. Not anywhere good. Everything's been so built up here. I don't know. No, you have to go to South Georgia. No, I'm not doing that. That's scarier. It's scarier. Yes, it is. Oh. oh, and by the way, good good news for you. This will what? make you what? really, you might want to stay here. Oh my God, what? I was watching Meet the Press today. Yes. And they were talking, this is crazy. They brought up the fact that Georgia is still a red state, despite what's yeah. been happening in the voting numbers. Yeah, I don't and understand they brought why up, this is making me happy. They brought up. Voter fraud? No, Voter they brought suppression? Up, no. Oh. <laughs> they brought up Cobb County. Okay. And how it's changed significantly yes. towards blue. Yes. When I say, I, it, the numbers were like, wow. Yeah. So I said to Chris, I said, oh, it's just really a matter of time till we become a blue state. Mm-hmm. And he said, never happened. And I'm like, Chris, but they cite the fact that so many northerners are mm-hmm. moving to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're all, a lot of them are Democrat mm-hmm. because those are Democratic states up north. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, that'll never happen. And I'm like, I'm telling you, the numbers are showing the trend. I can't stay here long enough for that. It could If they be... called it a red state, that's already setting us back because people have been referring to us as a purple state. And yes. So they would... should have been. If Meet the Press is still calling us a red state, which frankly, based on the abortion bill that the Georgia House passed. I'm really not okay with this bill. It's so bad. It's beyond my... But you know what? The, up north in New York, they passed... The opposite. So, the opposite. Yes, the opposite. Like, yes, no, 
Yeah. This no, would get, I thought no, it no, was no, no, pretty no. close. No, 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 no. Here in Georgia, this if this law, if this bill becomes a law, Georgia will have the strictest abortion laws yes, in the country. That, that no, I no, know. no. What? New York was a win for pro-choice. Hmm. Yes. But and that's a why very late term abortion. But I in New York, know. you mean? Yes. Okay. So that I wasn't comfortable. So with. all right. So. I'd have to research that more, but that's the pro. So the pro-choice stance, of course, is that women should which I'm okay with. That's be able fine. to yes. control. Yes. So you shouldn't be able to tell a woman when, she, like, oh, it's too late to have an abortion. That's what the. But again, and I did not research this enough to really speak on it, but I think people are twisting it into something it's not. Like it's not like broad as I believe it to be. It's not like. You can't have a late-term abortion just because you're like, oh, I forgot that I was pregnant and didn't get around to it. It would be for, like, specific reasons. Okay. Yeah, and they like, are twisting the it then because what I heard or, was terrifying. Well, so, well, oh, my God. I can't mention this person by name, but I will say somebody was, like, telling me recently. They're like, yeah, they're doing, like, post-birth abortions. I'm like... No. I don't think so, because that would be murder. That, yeah, um, just flat out so murder. So I'm like, I don't know where you're getting your Fox <clears throat> News from. No, um, I, well, I haven't heard it there, because you know I watch it all. But I know. this was on s- s- CNN. So About, I just well, no, but so New York, the last moment, yeah, so, so people, I have to do more research. Well, so, yeah, so the people who are up in arms about what New York did are the pro-lifers. And the people that are up in arms about what Georgia is trying to do are the pro-choice. Okay. And really... I mean, honestly, this is what I would say. It's like, nobody wants to, nobody wants to match their language, I will say. Oh my God, now that asshole is doing his fucking driveway. Who needs to leaf blow their fucking driveway on Sunday afternoon? People who didn't get to it on Saturday afternoon. (laughs) Die. Um... All right. So Anywho, that's a whole thing. We have like, to win the lottery so I can get you your compound. You could be right next to me. It would be nice to have a compound. And we could just use our golf carts to, you know, see one another. We could. Or, like, maybe we'd have one of those um, a Polaris drones with, a drone. that you can sit in. Whoa. Yeah, people can, like, sit in them now. I mean, they're, like, drone Whoa. copters or helicopters. There's one here right in the area. I haven't seen him in a while. He usually pulls it out in the in summer. Okay. He lives right down the road. He goes up in the air and you can see him floating around and then yeah. he goes back home. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It is weird, but it's really cool. It's very interesting. But yes, I have one more larger house in me. I don't know that Jonathan agrees. And then after that, if I so choose, I will downsize. Yeah. But yeah, if I win the lottery, I'm not sure how I could stay here in Georgia. I mean, I guess my children would really have to guilt me into it. Well, who knows where they want to go? That is true, but I mean, Vivian, they still have to do college. Theoretically, since she's graduating high school in six years in 2025, she theoretically would want to stay here until that time. Oh, sure. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that would be interesting. But, you know, now with the whole New Mexico nuclear waste kitty litter accident which we've discussed before i don't know where i'd move although no 400 million sorry arizona no i'd move to charleston and live on society street 
Okay. Because I love Charleston. I'll come visit you. Thank you. And there was a house there listed for like. But what if you hear leaf blowers? You might get upset. I don't think they leaf blow in downtown Charleston. I just don't think there are leaves there. (laughs) I don't think so. Not on Society Street. It's uncouth. All right. That's what I think. Yes. Society Street. You know, there's a neighborhood about 20 minutes from here. That has a Society Street? It looks like it. Is it called it? It might be. I could rename it. It's called Sweet... Uh, well, I don't know if I want to na- say... Oh, here. 20 minutes from here, we don't care. Out those people. All right. Sweet Bottom Plantation. We've played tennis there on several occasions. Okay. And That's each, an awkward name. Each part of the neighborhood is a different part of the South. So you okay. have a section that looks like Savannah and okay. there. Okay. You have a section that looks like Charleston. Okay. You have a section that looks like uh, Charlotte, or not Charlotte, but it, everything has a different... Okay, kind of area. Yes. Anchor. And it's really cool. Interesting. Why would they name it New Orleans, Sweet that's Bottom. another part, yes. Sweet Bottom. I don't know. It just sounds very wrong. southern sounding. Sweet All right, Sweet Bottom, Bottom Plantation. I could bring you there. Bring although a it, trip. Is, it is gated. Maybe they'll let us just drive oh, through. Gated. You huh. can say we're playing tennis. They would never know. Or maybe they would. We'd have to probably give a name. Huh. Isn't? Can we just look all that up on Alta? Well, Maybe yeah. like yeah, who's could. playing who when? Yeah. Is it a home match? Is it an away match? Well, I don't have. Oh, here at Sweet Bottom, you're yeah. playing the Bubba Lady Bubba. Lovers. Yeah. That's us. <laughs> I miss you playing tennis. And thank God I don't. <laughs> thank God I got out. You got out. To, you lived to tell the tale. I lived to tell the tale because <laughs> you know if I were still playing tennis. It, it would be great. For no. Me anyway. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, if you ever, if you're ever looking to play down, and you actually have a something open on your dance card, like you decide to ditch one of your T two partners, then you and I could play together. That's true. However, I'd have to pay for us to take lessons because I don't know how to serve anymore, or well, probably can, hit the ball. Your husband can play with us. He could. I he guess. Could pay him. I guess. I don't know. Pay him in food and grog. That's true. As long as he doesn't drop dead from kidney failure. <laughs> That's the only thing wrong with him. Oh my god. <laughs> He's perfect. Stop he had it. his physical. He got his blood work back. And his potassium is too high. And he googled what that means. And it means your kidneys like aren't working properly. But that's easy to fix. Yeah, we're like, stop taking ibuprofen every day for no reason. Yeah, he uses it at like, it's like a general, like... Oh, I have something for him that will... Because if he's worried about aches and pains, I have something for him that he could take every day. I know. And that's not bad for him. I know. So he stopped taking ibuprofen every day, which I told him to do ages ago. My chiropractor. Our chiropractor. Yeah, I know. And he doesn't... And I usually take it before a match. Yeah, he doesn't drink enough liquids, too. Oh. So now every time he drinks coffee, I'm like, have you had water? You're drinking that dehydrating liquid. Yeah. I think, he, I, think I made him throw out a cup of coffee. I think I guilted him into throwing out a cup of coffee this morning. Because hmm. it was his second. I'm like, water, man. Where's your water? He can have his second cup of coffee. But Not he has without to drink, water. But he has to drink water the rest of the day. He doesn't drink water at all, literally. Wow, well, then I mean, that's a pretty big problem. Yeah. Well, 
Chris has finally switched over to drinking some water. Yeah, you got to drink some he puts water. A little, some of those energy drink drops in it just to yeah. make it taste better. Yeah, Jonathan used to, he would drink that electrolyte stuff, but his potassium, I, I think he determined his kidneys must not be processing the potassium. He's not hydrated enough, so the potassium is like storing up in his body. Okay. But enough about him. Let's move on to more important things. All right, so we do have a quick follow, a couple quick follow-ups. Yes, we, what's your follow-up? The follow-up was about AOC. I know, that's my follow-up too. And for me, it was really finding out what committees she was on. Yes, and you did. She's very, very outspoken. That's okay, we like those people. I know. We I like those like people. Some of the things that she's talking about. All right. It makes but, me sad. What? Like what? Well, she was bad-mouthing capitalism and and... And some of the people in our past that made it good. What? Like and, who? Um, Abraham Lincoln? Theodore Roosevelt and hmm. um, and Ronald Reagan. I mean, I know. It's, I it's, wish you could see my face. I know. I don't I think know. Ronald Reagan was that good. I don't think oh, he was. Oh, ouch. I'm sorry. I don't think he was a good president. I don't think he was a bad one either. I, eh, I'm I not sure. I bad. Because remember, first of all, I think his whole second term, he had Alzheimer's anyway, and Nancy and George H.W. were running the country, so... I don't know about that. I swear to God, I... You think that's a conspiracy? No, I literally think it's a fact. Oh, like, okay. I think he was too old, too decrepit, and I think Mikhail Gorbachev made him look great by actually, like... Yeah. You know, agreeing to end the... Cold War. Which was a good thing. If people and don't remember his watch. So we can okay. Google this. I yeah. mean, taxes under Reagan, I think we're literally at like seventy percent. Yeah, they were very high. He did that. He did that. Physically, he did not. He did that. He did not. His, yes, he did. His Congress did. No, he has to. He has to sign every. He has to approve every single thing. Sure, he has to but sign they, it into but law. He, when you create the laws, you're the one responsible. He didn't create the laws. He, the, just the, the, them. he didn't have to sign them. There's this thing called the pocket veto and the veto. I'm just saying. He lived with it, and he didn't do anything to change it. But the country was pretty good at that time. We were in a Cold War. And he finished it. No, Mikhail Gorbachev finished it. Sure, but he had help from the U.S. But not Reagan. He wouldn't have stepped up to do it on his own. I think it was that little 11-year-old girl. I can't remember her name, but don't you remember her? No. She, like, wrote to Mikhail Gorbachev, I think. And, uh, hang on. So what we're saying is we can get Vivian to write to what's Yes, girl this. who or wrote to Gorbachev. Kim Jong-un. Oh, you heard about their little, like, um, disaster, right? Because they're yeah. both freaking big babies. It's like, oh, they think they're going to get together and win the Nobel Peace Prize, and then the whole thing implodes because yeah. of their egos. They're such assholes. Okay, I'm right about this in that, too. Okay. I Googled girl who wrote to Gorbachev. <laughs> First thing that comes up in November 1982, when Smith was 10 years old, she up. She didn't write to Gorbachev. Damn it! What the hell? All right, she wrote to Soviet leader Yuri Andropov, seeking to understand why the relations between the Soviet Union and the United States were so tense. Hang on, I remember being very moved by Samantha Smith's letter. Samantha Smith was born on June 29, 1972, in the small town of Holton, Maine, on the Canada-United States border. At the age of five, she wrote a letter to Queen Elizabeth II in order to express her admiration to the monarch. Okay. Skipping ahead. All right. Dear Mr. Andropov, my name is Samantha Smith. 
I am 10 years old. Congratulations on your new job. I've been worrying about Russia and the United States getting into a nuclear war. Are you going to vote to have a war or not? If you aren't, please tell me how you are going to help to not have a war. This question you do not have to answer, but I would like to know why you want to conquer the world or at least our country. God made the world for us to share and take care of, not to fight over or have one group of people own it. Please let's do what he wanted and have everybody be happy too. Samantha Smith. Her letter was published in the Soviet newspaper Pravda. Samantha was happy to discover that her letter had been published, however, she had not received a reply. She then sent a letter to Soviet Union's the Soviet Union's ambassador to the United States asking if Mr. Andropov intended to respond. On April 26, 1983, she received a response from Andropov. All right. Oh, my God. What? All right. I wasn't going to read this very long letter, but now I feel like I have to. Why did I think she wrote to Gorbachev? Well, all right. This Andropov guy did nothing. Hashtag fake news. <laughs> Riss. I'm reading it from Wikipedia. It's not fake. Okay. All right. Here well, you go. <laughs> Dear Samantha, I received your letter, which is like many others that have reached me recently from your country and from other countries around the world. It seems to me, I can tell by your letter, that you are a courageous and honest girl resembling Becky, the friend of Tom Sawyer, in the famous book of your compatriot Mark Twain. Wow. <laughs> That's when I laughed out loud. <laughs> this book is well known and loved in our country by all boys and girls. You write that you are anxious about whether there will be a nuclear war between our two countries, and you are ask, you ask are we doing anything so that war will not break out? Your question is the most important of those that every thinking man can pose. I will reply to you seriously and honestly. Yes, Samantha, we in the Soviet Union are trying to do everything so there will not be war on earth. This is what every Soviet man wants. No mention of women. You're writing to a girl, but no mention of women. That's fine. This is what the great founder of our state, Vladimir Lenin, taught us. Soviet people well know what a terrible thing war is. 42 years ago, Nazi Germany, which strove for supremacy over the whole world, attacked our country, burned and destroyed many thousands of our towns and villages, killed millions of Soviet men, women, and children. That's true. I think like 18 to 20 million Soviet people died in World War II. Yeah. It was like an astonishing number. In that war, which ended with our victory, we were in alliance with the United States. Together we fought for the liberation of many people from the Nazi invaders. I hope that you know this from your history lessons in school. And today we want very much to live in peace, to trade and cooperate with all our neighbors on this earth, with those far away and, and those nearby, and certainly with a, such a great country as the United States of America. All right, this goes on and on and on, blah, 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 blah. I invite you, if your parents will let you come, to our country, the best time being this summer. You will find out about our country, meet with your contemporaries, visit an international children's camp, Artec, on the sea, and see for yourself. In the Soviet Union, everyone is for peace and friendship among peoples. I will remind you that at the next year, they boycotted our Olympics. 1984 Los Angeles oh, Olympics. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Because we have boycotted their 1980 Winter Olympics. Oh, still. So a little tit for tat. A little tit for tat. Um, all right, there's a lot, there's a lot here. I oh, if... I think she did go. Huh. Hang on. Uh, oh, oh my God. She goes, so she goes, at the invitation of this man. And it says here, Andropov, however, was unable to meet with her during her visit, although they did speak by telephone. Oh, it does say it was later discovered that Andropov had become seriously ill and had withdraw withdrawn from the public eye during this time. Oh, hmm. boo. Interesting. She returned on July 22nd, 1983, was celebrated by the people of Maine with roses, a red carpet, and a limousine. 
she was in December 1983, continuing in her role as America's youngest ambassador. She was invited to Japan, blah, 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 media celebrity. When in 1984, she was billed as a special correspondent. I'd like to know, where is she now? Yeah, where is death. she now? Oh my God, there's death. What? She died? Holy crap. Oh my God. What? On August 25th, 1985... That was like a couple years, years later. later. She was like 11. No, 13. Yeah, 13. On August 25th, 1985. Oh, wait, I do kind of remember this now. Smith and her father were returning home aboard Bar Harbor Airlines Flight 1808. Why I'm not flying into Bar Harbor this summer. After filming a segment for Lime Street, it's a television series, I guess, while attempting to land at Lewiston Auburn Regional Airport in Auburn, Maine, the Beechcraft 99 commuter plane struck some trees 4,007 feet short of the runway and crashed, killing all six passengers and two crew on board. What? Wow. Accusations of foul play circulated widely in the Soviet Union. An investigation was undertaken in the United States, and the official report, which did not show evidence of foul play, was made public. One moment, honey. We're talking about important historical... Yes, that's obvious. Is that what you came out to? We're still recording. I'm... You're leaving us. No one's actually going to play with me, but I'm going to go take my ball of tennis. Go play. That's my neighbor. And I'm going to go hit serves. My neighbor next door. Mike. Do you ever play with him? Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Yeah, I texted him. Oh. He didn't answer me. I love that guy. He's a great neighbor. Oh. And I like his wife, to, his fiance. Sorry, honey. And his kids. They're wonderful people. Are they? yeah, yeah, they're really yeah, good people. Yeah, he's nice. <laughs> All right, well, maybe someone will text me back, but I'm just. Maybe Bob up. will. I'm going to go up to the courts. Yeah, I think All right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. All right, see you. What are those people doing going to their Just native land? Are they? How Don't dare they? they? you want to play tennis? Don't they realize? Sheesh. Okay, I don't know. This is so fascinating, but all right. All right. I thought somebody well, met with Gorbachev. thank God we found out all of this because thank we God. Really just wanted to know what the committees were for AOC. Oh, that's true. That's <laughs> right. Hang on. Un- you didn't like my comment about capitalism and Ronald Reagan. That's what set you off. That is what set me off. Okay. I do not think Ronald Reagan was a great man. Right, I do not well, think he was a great president. I don't president. think he was a bad president either, but well, hey, hey, hey. The hey. standard now for bad is Donald Trump, so that is correct. Ronald Reagan was not a bad president. Right. I said it on record. brilliant. Oh, my God, he was on. <laughs> he was not. He was a freaking <laughs> actor who probably oh, had the IQ no. of, like, 10. Okay. okay. Anywho. AOC. Uh, AOC. She is on the House Financial Financial Committee. Financial Services. Financial Services That has two subcommittees. Would you like to be reminded of what they are? Yes, please. The Subcommittee on Investor Protection, Entrepreneurship, and Capital Markets. So, first of all, totally hilarious for a socialist to be on that committee. Subcommittee. Sorry, yes. Hilarious. Hilarious. And the Subcommittee on Consumer Protection and Financial Institutions. That seems more appropriate. Right. And then she's also on the Committee on Oversight and Government Reform, Subcommittee on Civil Rights and Civil Liberties, course and subcommittee on environment which is really that's a lot of committees i think everybody's on two committees probably oh that's just really two yeah well two committees but within that two subcommittees so so four subcommittees yeah that's a lot of committees how's she getting any work done it is her full-time job i mean i know i think that's okay that's like if i had four clients but that's nothing but if i was on a financial committee Uh uh-huh 
that's in of itself is its own really huge job, and so would I be wonder though. I wonder if the subcommittees just feed up into the committee. I mean, the environmental committee—that's its own subcommittee. Subcommittee, but still, I would think that you can't really properly give enough time to either one of them unless you're doing one of them full time. Perhaps. So, are you suggesting we should just have more representatives? We need more people in Congress to do the work. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe just because I would rather them do it right and dedicate enough time to one, then I, I mean. But would you like to have more races for public office? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure this country can handle that. Right. But you can't handle races in general. <laughs> on so many levels. Yeah. Not just political. Okay, so I do have a quick question. Yes. What is your thought <gasps> on... Oh, that's my... Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God, look. It was like, question. I have to go soon. Oh, but, shit. But answer... Riddle okay. me this. Riddle me this. Would you prefer handwritten ballots or electronic ballots? I want Which the is, ballots. Which seems to be the question of the day. That's not even my question. It's my question. I'm asking you. And I'm telling you they both suck. Okay. And the way of the future is Jonathan's company NetVote. Where everybody votes on the blockchain. That's true. So that's yes, what I, I want. I should have really known the answer. To that I was going to say the answer was How out did I there. I know that. I it just temporarily slipped your mind. Handwritten, stupid. Computers fail. They're having. They're whatever. They're the people that want to take us back to the dark ages are making up issues. But also the people that are well, evil, you know they what? hack the computers. Democrats so the blockchain. Want the, want the handwritten ones. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. I don't even know. Those can be shredded. Sure. Those can be tampered with. Sure completely asinine okay but here in georgia it's the republicans that are pushing that move but nope blockchain people blockchain voting my husband has solved that problem and you just need to get on board with what the super smart people are saying and everything will be fine okay (laughs) wouldn't you love to be able to vote securely from your mobile phone dude that's not even a question thank you Thank you. That is correct. I mean, that'll eventually happen, we hope. I know. Maybe in our lifetimes. I hope we still know how to use mobile phones by then. Well, I'm sure. We'll be old. We'll know how to use them. They'll change. I know, but our grandkids will be delightful, and they'll teach us. And they'll tell us. Yeah, that's true. Grandma, what's wrong with you? You got to do it like this. That's right. And we'll be like, okay. You're right. I understand You never know these wily kids. They might set it up that we vote for the wrong person. They might. You gotta watch. That's how they'll take these. over the world. I don't know what we're gonna call them. <laughs> what? So I don't know. I mean, because you know, we'll have to come up with some really clever name for them. Yeah. But it's generations away, or not generations. So wait, our kids are Generation away. Z. I believe that's what we decided. Hang on, let's just just recap this. And I think different places have different. Um, is it generation ten years, or is it more than? No. That? So it used to be that it was like thirty years because it was really like the biological. It was tied to, like, the biology of when you can have kids. kids. Like, how long? Oh, God. Okay. All right. Well, so this is what I'm saying. People, like, keep... It's so hard. I mean, according to Wikipedia... Fake news. Well... No, I'm just kidding. They say, according to Forbes 2015, the generation after millennials, Generation Z, which they defined as people born from the mid-1990s to the early 2000s, make up... Made up 25% of the population. So... Um, here, wait, date and age, blah, blah, blah. Um, see, now they're talking about Canada, blah, blah, blah. Pew Research Center, that's like a conservative 
blah, 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 MTV. I don't know. A lot of different people have. Uh, well, I would think the 20 to 30 year block would be a new generation. And yeah. It would have to be because it, it makes sense in terms of like us having kids, our parents yes, having correct. kids. That's right. So, so yeah. I do think, yes, I think both I think Naomi and August, I think years. all of our kids are in Generation Z. Z. I think Generation Z starts somewhere like 2000, 2001 or later. And we're only in 2019, so it hasn't... By my definition of what a generation is, that generation has not closed yet. And I don't, I haven't heard anything different, like, after Generation Z. Um, What is the difference between millennials and Generation Z? Generation Z, as they have been coined, consists of those born in 1995 or later, according to whatever. A millennial is a person reaching young adulthood around the year 2000. Generation Generation Z, also known as post-millennials, okay... Uh, I don't understand. Oh my god, come on. Alright, I'm not gonna... This is all garbage information. But let's just say... Yes, our kids are Generation Z. Okay. Which I think is funny because we're Generation X. Are we? We are. I did not know that. Yes. What happened to Y? They became the Millennials. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think people are just super excited about Millennialdom. And the turning... Excellent. ...of the Y2K... Always enlightening hanging out with you. Always enlightening hanging out with you. And I understand you have to go because you're a good daughter. So I can just read into the record all of my notes about AOC's green agenda. Because that was my follow-up based oh. off of my wind Let story. Me see, how long is that? Let me see what's going on there. I mean, it's just that. I can read really fast. I don't think you need to read all of that. What? You need to of course I do. That. This and is the highlights. What? Yes. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is releasing a broad outline of a vision for the Green New Deal, a plan to battle economic and racial injustice while also fighting climate change. How big is this, by the way? How many pages resolution? The resolution? I think it was only like 14 pages. No. I did pull up the actual document. All right. It might have been modified since then. Yeah. But it said the new Congresswoman's Blueprint, co-introduced by Massachusetts Senator Ed Markey, which that cracked me up, (laughs) aims to develop a carbon-neutral economy in 10 years, which would require huge strides in reducing the U.S.'s reliance on oil, gas, and coal. It does not set a date for ending the use of fossil fuels. So already, the information that was reported to me by people who only watch Fox News was fake. Or inaccurate, because they were like, it's basically happening. No, because they modified it since the original... No, um, this was like very... Paper, whatever it's called. Paper? This says specifically the resolution says it is the duty of the federal government to craft a Green New Deal, quote, to achieve net zero greenhouse gas emissions, end quote. That includes getting all power from, quote, clean, renewable and zero emission energy sources. Well, and that was the joke. Where is that going to come from? Right. And wind was one of the answers, I think. How do you power the wind? Like turbines like have you ever you can't put all of those up and around the whole country you'd mess up the country well you don't have to put them everywhere because then you just need to take the power that they generate and port it to other places anyway go. i don't know that that works but yeah anyway i and i appreciate that so that's fine well it does say again i'm getting this information i like to go outside the u.s to see what they think so this is from the guardian okay a british publication most u.s voters would support a quote green new deal for the country to transform its infrastructure with a rapid shift to clean energy but while the idea is gaining attention on capitol hill it lacks key political support 
According to a survey from the Yale Climate Change Communication Program, 81% of voters backed its description of a Green New Deal. Similar plans vary in detail, but all are inspired by the New Deal that Franklin Delano Roosevelt launched to battle the effects of the Great Depression. The idea was central to the high-profile campaign of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the young Democratic Socialist from New York, who won a House seat in November. Ocasio-Cortez and the youth-led Sunrise Movement, to say that's the first time I've heard of that, mm-hmm. are encouraging Democrats who will take, retake the House majority in January to produce a blueprint. Their Green New Deal would center around creating new jobs and lessening inequality. Aiming to virtually eliminate U.S. greenhouse gas pollution in a decade, it would be radical compared with other climate proposals. It would require massive government spending. Dozens of Democrats have signaled support, including potential 2020 presidential candidates Bernie Sanders and Cory Booker. This month, New York's Governor Andrew Cuomo said his state would launch its own Green New Deal seeking carbon-neutral electricity by 2040. Okay. That's all I've got. Okay. But again, 10 years, that's not that bad. No. I mean, you can work towards something. If you set a 10-year goal, chances are it will be 2040. we got to move to New York in her district. I know. But you know what? Every time she's talking, she's yelling. And I'm thinking, what? What? what Is she? Yeah can't be every time because we're not no, there, aren't, there aren't cameras on well of course the media no and every the media when i say the media i mean mainstream media like everybody even on the news or anything i see on twitter yes she's always yelling well you can't yell on twitter is she using all caps <laughs> she's yelling no unless it's all caps it's not videos. yelling i'm sorry oh videos. videos and it's just like but we can hear you it's Are okay you sure? to talk She's Quietly. a tiny minority woman. She might feel she, she needs to yell to I be heard. I want her to know she doesn't have to yell. I can hear her. And I would prefer that she just calm well, down Well, you can hear bit. her. But do you know how loud you have to yell to get through to, like, racist, homophobic, misogynistic white men in power? And I guess I would yell at them, too. Because yeah. let's still. just say, white men out of power, like our husbands, mm-hmm. they're decent human beings. Yeah. The problem is the white men in the power positions. Yeah. Politically. Politically speaking. If our husbands want to think they're in power positions somewhere in their lives, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I know where my power is, so I'm not worried. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, it's well, all good. Well, we will continue to watch over her and pray for her. And, and yeah, she we needs it. I want her to do well, but she just needs to calm down. She can't. She's just feisty, and she doesn't we like need to feisty. Be. I'm all right with it, but it's like I I don't need to be yelled at. She's not yelling at you. I she's feel like ye- she's yelling at me. Don't take it personally. Okay. All right. I she's won't. not yelling at you. All right. I'm not gonna. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, you know, I like women who yell. Yeah, I am a woman yell. who yells. <laughs> 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 uh, what are you cooking for your parents? Let's end on a happy note. Oh. Um, spaghetti. Okay. Good old-fashioned spaghetti. Yes. Bruschetta. Yes. I made a nice cheese platter. Nice. And what else? I have chips. Well, you must have meat sauce. Yeah. Okay. Well, lead with the good stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I made a meatball and spaghetti sauce. So, yeah, I'm good. (laughs) We have wine and we have cocktails. Nice. Yeah, it'll be a good time. You're lucky. My parents don't drink and they don't live close. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Thank you. Well, but you do get to visit them and shovel snow with them. I get to shovel snow. <laughs> yeah. And that's always a good time. It's always a good time. Burns calories. Isn't it, like, it just blows me away. I never take this for granted ever, ever, ever that you can hop on a plane and go somewhere else 
and be in the thick of a very different weather situation. Of course. Hours hours away. Not even hours. I mean, what's a Boston flight? Two hours? Two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So think about it. You can go there right this second and be in the middle of two feet of snow. Yes. And then come back here. And you're fi- like, there's, there's no nothing. snow. There's nothing. There's literally no snow here. Right. I mean. Not even rain right at the moment. That's true. And there was sun before. There was sun before. It was magnificent. It was for the brief moment. And now it's going to go back to raining. Suck it, rain. Suck it big time. I'm getting, I, this is why I don't live in England. Because if it was like this all the time, I couldn't handle this it. This is why I don't live in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, that too. Yeah. It's bad, man. All right. Well, anyway, that's bye for now. Bye for now. (laughs) Oh, for the love. If you liked what you heard, please follow us on Facebook, A Walk in the Park, on Twitter at A Wit Podcast, on Instagram, A Walk in the Park Podcast, and eventually on YouTube when we get our channel set up. For now. You can head on over to our website, www.awitpodcast.com, to access everything. Wherever you find us that you can like, follow, and or subscribe, please do so. We'll be your best friends. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be your best friends. I mean it. We mean it. (laughs) All right. Bye.